Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Marty Harding. And welcome to Animation and Beyond. This week, we're going to be talking about Star Trek. Yes, because a new animated show called Star Trek Prodigy just came out today. That's right. Neither Ezra nor I have seen it, but we're going to be talking about the franchise as a whole leading up to this new animated series. Before we get to that, though, we are going to do a quick segment on recent news in technology. Ezra, what's been happening recently in the technology world? Apple has announced some new products, new, I think they announced a new MacBook as well as, which I saw that they removed the touch bar for some reason. Interesting. Why might that be? I'm not sure. Maybe some people, users found it a little useless. Apple also announced new AirPods as well as the HomePod mini coming in red, yellow, and blue. Interesting. Are the AirPods going to remain the same shape? I know they changed the shape a couple years ago. Yeah, I think they still technically the same shape. They just have a they have a new spatial audio feature as part of it. Google also announced new Pixel devices, including a phone. Yeah, they also and Samsung announced a new lineup of Galaxy phones. Those are the ones that are going to flip like old phones, right? So they're, they're smart flip phones. Yeah, so they'll be able to stand themselves up, which honestly is a feature that I feel like I'm surprised that we haven't seen that in a phone sooner, in a smartphone. Hmm. Because have you ever been stuck trying to balance your phone against something to take a photo? I guess. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how people use that feature of the phones. Yeah, yeah. What else is new? Amazon announced new products, and so did Microsoft. Microsoft announced new Surface devices, including a new next-generation Surface Duo. Have you ever used a Surface, Ezra? I think I have. Did you like it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used a Surface instead of a laptop for most of high school, and I loved it. Wow, cool. It's a it's a hybrid, half tablet, half laptop. Yeah, I found it to be much more portable and sturdy than a laptop might be. I was always scared of breaking my laptop, whereas the Surface is just the one screen. Did you like it better than an iPad? I've never had an iPad of my own, but I think I liked it better than I've enjoyed using my friends' iPads. Hmm. Do you have an iPad? My parents do, and so does my brother. How do you like it? Cool. Yeah, they're definitely different. I think that they the surfaces are meant to be more like a computer in the shape yeah. of a tablet, and the iPads are meant to be more like a tablet and not as much a computer. Also, Apple announced, besides a new phone last month, also announced new a new watch, an iPad mini. Oh, excellent. I've seen the ads for the new Apple Watch everywhere. Yeah. Are you going to get any of these new devices you've listed, Ezra? I'm not sure, though, but maybe... Of all of the things released in the last month, which would you prefer? I'm not sure, but that's a good question. But I like all the companies. They're all different, but I like them the same. Yeah. It's hard to choose between a smartwatch or a smartphone or a smart tablet, computer. Yeah. All right. Shall we move on to our feature presentation? <laughs> This week, Star Trek. Pew, 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 pew. 
<laughs> Did I get the noise right? Yeah, I guess. All right. So the new animated series is out today, Ezra. What's new about this animated series? It's the, it's computer animated, and it's for it's being released for Paramount Plus. It's also a Nickelodeon show. That's right. So that means it'll be airing on cable TV via Nickelodeon, as well as being released on the streaming services by Paramount. But it got already released on the Paramount Plus, but it'll be released on Nickelodeon sometime later. Correct. And so while some people have seen it, the broad general public has not yet seen the first episode, which is an extra long double length episode. Yeah. So what can you tell us about the world of the new animated series, which is called Star Trek Prodigy, Ezra? Star Trek Prodigy? It has some different characters than most of the other things. Like different characters from like, for instance, Spock. Yeah, in fact, the characters are kids. Yes, and this this Star Trek show is, because it's a Nickelodeon show, is more kid-friendly. So it's going to be aimed towards younger people, which might mean it has less intense um, stakes, right? Yeah. That said, it's got to it's got to keep some of the older Trekkies engaged, right, Ezra? Yeah. How do you expect it to do that? Like, I hope it does have at least some of the vibes of like the classic Star Trek shows and shows and films. The Star Trek, the franchise, which started as a TV show, started in 1966. And that was a live-action TV show. Yes. Featuring? Leonard Nimoy. William Shatner. William Shatner, who's pretty old now, played the original James Kirk. And some of the later Star Trek shows were was Star Trek The Next Generation, which was on from 1987 until 1994. And then Star Trek Deep Space Nine, which was on from 1993 until 1999. Star Trek Voyager, which was on from 1995 until 2001. Star Trek Enterprise, that was on from 2001 until 2005. And then shows that are of Star Trek that are on now, like Star Trek Discovery Star Trek Pickard, and then there's the Star Trek um, adult animated series called Lower Decks. Hmm. And what makes that one for adults? It's similar in style to shows, for instance, like Rick and Marty. Got it. So it's got kind of a darker humor. And it has like like mature language and jokes and, and words. Gotcha. So why do you think they decided to have an animated series for adults in the Star Trek realm, and then also an animated series for kids. Um, I think so. They have this beloved franchise have a part of have a part of it that's kid friendly and one that's for mature audiences alike. Yeah. So Ezra, what are you most looking forward to about the Star Trek Prodigy series? That it's uh, the first Star Trek show to be fully computer animated. How did they animate? animate star trek's lower decks then it was 2d animated flash animated and then what's what does animation bring to star trek visual effects visual effects for violence and maybe for some of the villains yes and characters characters who have you know non-human looking appearances yes 
Now, we haven't talked about the Star Trek films yet. Go for it. The first Star Trek movie came out in 1979 called Star Trek The Motion Picture. That's probably the most popular of all the films that was made. Then The Wrath of Khan from 1982, The Search for Spock, which came out in 1984, The Voyage Home, 1986, The Final Frontier, 1989, and The Undiscovered Country from 1991. Those were the original six films, from the, which are the original film series. And they all had different directors, right? Yeah. Star Trek Generations, that one came out in 1994. And then uh, Star Trek First Contract in 1996. Hmm. And Sir Patrick Stewart was it. The legendary actor was in it. Gotcha. And so what made all of those different films different from one another? What were they covering? Some... Those newer ones had newer visual effects and technology than the older ones and different cast mm. members. Mm. And then and then Star Trek Ins- Insurrection from 1998 uh, and uh, and that as well as uh, and then the last of that series was Star Trek Nemesis released in 2002. After the Next Generation series was the reboot series which first was Star Trek released in 2009 and then Star Trek Into Darkness 2013 and then Star Trek Beyond in 2016. Did you see all of these movies, Ezra? Some of them, though, I saw. I saw Star Trek, the 2009 film. What do you think of it? Good, and it was directed by J.J. Abrams. It was, and J.J. Abrams has also been involved in Star Wars. Yeah, the newer films. My understanding was that some of the minds behind the original star wars didn't appreciate what he brought to star wars as much like george lucas who's the creator of star wars interesting huh but it's interesting how like when when star wars was first produced there had been some some competition between those franchises that were similar yeah because they're both you know broadly they take place in you know outer space they involve spaceships and some element of battle, right? Otherworldly characters. I know. That said, I think that the characters in Star Wars are probably a lot more consistent than the characters throughout the Star Trek franchise. Don't you think? Yeah, it's a good yeah, it's a good point. Tell me about the creators of this new animated series. I know that they're a writing team of screenwriters. They've worked on other films like Hotel Transylvania, the Lego movie. They also worked on Troll Hunters, Lego Ninjago, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark, and DreamWorks The Crude's A New Age. So they're well experienced with adapting, you know, stories to the child audience. Well, yeah, they were, but I'm saying they did animated films I'm familiar with, such as such as The Crude's A New Age. Hotel Transylvania and the Lego movie. Yeah, and those were all great films. Yeah. But they were all also for a mixed audience of children and adults, similar to the new Star Trek series, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. So what are what are some of the common things that we see throughout all of these different Star Treks? Science fiction, interesting plots, and there's gonna be a Star Trek 
a new Star Trek show coming sometime next year called Star Trek Strange New Worlds. And is that aimed towards adults or children? I think teens and adults. Teens and adults. It's interesting that, you know, you can have this old series that then kind of gets taken and morphed and spun off and used in all these different ways. And so now there's books and comics and Mm -hmm. TV series and animated series. And also video games. And video games. A lot of franchises have become that stuff. Yeah, it's it's interesting how much can happen from one idea. And it's interesting how science fiction and space opera has become a popular recurring genre. Absolutely. What else can you think of in recent years that has come out is in that genre? Like many Marvel movies are science fiction. Yeah, and Marvel's been all the rage in the last five years. Star Trek is such an interesting franchise. It just seems like it's endless with what you can do in the world. Yeah, I know. Star Trek and Star Wars are probably arguably the most successful and popular science fiction franchises of all time. Most certainly. Yeah. The way that people dress up to go to the premieres, the way that people follow every new thing that comes out about Star Trek. I mean, Spock has whole fan clubs. And there have even been Star Trek parodies in films and shows. Yeah, and there have been collaborations between the actual creators of Star Trek and their fans. A really beloved franchise. And why do you think it's so beloved? Like, it's a like it's a classic franchise because it started in the 1960s and Leonard Nimoy is somebody who was really famous and was a, and many people thought well, he was a really good actor. And William Shatner, who's still alive, um, he's a good actor too. I know Leonard Nimoy, like over a year after his passing, there was a documentary about him playing Spock. And Spock was famous for being a really kind of robotic, unemotional character who um, people... <laughs> You know, if someone says you're Spock-like, it means that you're not the most animated personality. I know, and Spock was, I know, that's what he was famous for. Leonard Nimoy was also famous for the original Mission Impossible. That's right, which is a pretty different character. Um, For the Love of Spock was the name of the documentary released in 2016 that was about Leonard Nimoy. So... There will be no Spock in Star Wars or Star Trek Prodigy. Is that right? Yeah. It has mostly different characters, though. So what unites everything related to Star Trek if it's not the same characters over and over and over again? Like, what makes Star Trek unique from Star Wars, per se? Um, it doesn't have, like, as many, like, wars as much as Star Wars does, but it still has some mild violence Mm -hmm. how do you feel about animated aliens Mm, it depends on what the science fiction show or film depicts some science fiction shows and films with aliens are are comedies for instance lilo and stitch yeah i guess those are aliens i had never really thought about stitch as an alien before though (laughs) Then again, some aliens are animated to look much more grotesque and, 
you know, scary looking and others are. And some aliens are known to be kind and gentle and wise like Yoda. Or other aliens like who are friends like E.T. Yeah. Or some aliens are from sitcoms like Elf. Yeah, it's interesting because in Star Trek, you really do get good aliens and bad aliens. There's no kind of distinction between one kind of species being better. Ezra, here's a question for you. This is so much Star Trek. Do you think that there is such a thing as too much Star Trek? Like, do you think that they should slow down? No, I I don't think so, but it depends on people's opinion. Explored the stars and found none like ourselves. Our civilization thrived for ages. But what is the life of one race compared to the vast stretches of cosmic time? We knew that one day we would be gone, that nothing of us would survive. So we left you. All right, and that was a clip from one humanoid alien species to another in Season 6 of Star Trek The Next Generation series. And that's going to be it for our conversation about Star Trek today. So, before we go, we do have to answer last week's trivia question, because we forgot to at the beginning of this episode. Uh, So, Ezra, what was the Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man from the original Ghostbusters made out of? Um, The Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man um, was made out of marshmallows. I think he was also made out of shaving cream. They were used puppets and... Maquettes, M-A-Q-U-E-T-T-E-S, that were optimally composited into the shots. Cool. So the Marshmallow Man himself was made out of marshmallows and shaving cream, but it sounds like what we saw on screen was a series of optical illusions. That's really interesting. And so this week's trivia question is going to be Star Trek themed. Ezra, what have you got for us? Which character from the original Mission Impossible series did Leonard Nimoy, the original Spock actor, play? Great. And so because this episode is coming out a little bit late, we will be answering that trivia question later this week. For now, though, thank you for listening to Animation and Beyond, and take care. Goodbye. Okay,